your Locked on the New York Rangers, your daily podcast on the New York Rangers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 279 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. The Rangers are, of course, back in action tonight in Buffalo against the Sabres, looking to break a four-game losing streak. I know that one of those games was in overtime. You get a point for that, but for all intents and purposes, the Rangers have dropped four consecutive games, and obviously this is not the start that a lot of us envision for the start of the regular season here for the New York Rangers. A lot of us came in with a lot of hope, thinking this team might take a step forward. It still could happen, but obviously a little bit of an inauspicious start for the New York Rangers this season. And the Rangers have announced that Igor Shesterkin is going to be between the pipes for the team tonight. We'll talk about that a little bit later. We'll also keep an eye to see if uh, Buffalo announces its starting goalie as well. But one thing I want to talk about here right at the start of the show, it's kind of a, not really a problem, but just an issue with the Rangers right now, I would say. Whether to stick with the same line combinations and defense pairings or to continue to shuffle the deck in search of success, it's kind of a catch-22 right now, right? Because they have only one win in six games. So on one hand, you got to keep kind of shuffling the deck a little bit, moving these guys around, putting them in places where you think they can be successful and where the Rangers are eventually going to just start to play better and win some games and score some goals in the case of the forwards. And... It's tough because what's the answer to what ails the Rangers right now? Is it continuity? Do you leave all these guys together on the same lines, no matter how bad or how good it's going? Or do you continue to mix it up a little bit and just kind of keep almost randomizing the lines as you attempt to turn things around here? It's an interesting debate, and it's one that I can see both sides of. But one thing that I would really like to see the Rangers do going forward is there's one particular player I don't want to see him moving around so much, and that's Alexi Lafreniere, because through six games, you know, he's still pointless. I did not think that would be the case coming into the season. I thought by now he would have at least found the score sheet a couple of times. He's been close a few times. There was a a stuff-in opportunity against the Penguins where the puck just trickled a little bit too far away from him, and he couldn't tuck it inside the near post. Uh, He's had a couple shots on net over the last couple of games. He nearly had his first assist when he set up Chris Kreider, and then Kreider kind of just fell over, uh, just lost his balance on a strong drive to the net. Lafreniere, you know, I think he's getting closer. Uh, His passing's been very good, but facts are facts. We're six games in, he still has not found the score sheet. And one thing I think that the Rangers really need to do with him, or rather to not do with him, is to continue to just move him up and down the lineup ad nauseum. Because if you look at it, I mean, does he ever two games in a row, appear on the same line or even at the same position. I mean, he's gone from starting the season on the third line on the left wing to moving up to the first line in the right wing and then down to the second line in the right wing and then back to the third line, up and down and all over the place. I think for somebody like Alexi Lafreniere, first of all, I don't want to see him on the right wing anymore. And and we could debate how much that matters. Obviously, he's a talented kid. I'm sure he can handle it. But when you've got a generational talent who's available with the number one overall pick in the draft and you luck into that pick, the one in eight chance that the Rangers had, not to even mention the, you know, 5% chance or whatever it was that a team that got knocked out of the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs was going to be in position to get that first overall pick. I mean, you truly did hit the lottery if you're the Rangers. And it's the year to do it because, again, Analysts all agree this is one of the best prospects to come along in a very, very long time. So I don't think that the best way to use that player 
is to have him changing positions three games into his NHL career, you know? And, and again, it's not to say he can't handle it, but by trade, he's a left winger. So you know what? Leave him on the left wing. Uh, do whatever you got to do. I, I realize that also creates a little bit of a log jam at left wing. You've got Kreider and Panarin there. If you want to, you can put Alexi Lafreniere on the first line, maybe let him roll with Zibanejad and Buchnevich, try to get all those guys going a little bit. I mean, Buchnevich has played well, but you know maybe he can elevate Mika Zibanejad. The Mika Kreider magic just doesn't seem to be there, at least so far this season, so I wouldn't be completely averse to breaking the two of them up. If you want to drop Chris Kreider down to the third line, maybe you give a veteran, the veteran Chris Kreider, to guys like Brett Howden or... Capo Caco or Phil DiGiuseppe or Julian Gauthier, whoever might be on the third line with him. I don't think that's the worst idea in the world. We've talked a little bit about the concept of mixing veterans with young guys. You know, we looked at Eddie's email the other day and he suggested that. And it's something that I think could make a lot of sense. But with Lafreniere, decide tonight, going into this game against the Buffalo Sabres tonight, where we want to play him, who we want his linemates to be, and just leave him there, at least for a couple of games. And I realize it's kind of hard to do that if you're David Quinn and the Rangers continue to struggle to score goals as they've done throughout the first six games of this season. But I think at a certain point, you got to allow Lafreniere to build some chemistry with at least two of his teammates. Leave him out there with the same guys. Let him start to learn what their tendencies are. Does this guy like to shoot from a certain area on the ice? Does he Is he kind of a pass-first kind of guy? Who's going to go in there and win a puck battle along the boards, and how do I set myself up to receive a pass from this player? Let him out there with two of the same guys. And I'm at the point where, I mean, it's gone so badly. We've got one win in six games. I don't even care who the two players are, but leave him out there with the same two players, uh, at least for a few games going forward here. And if you, after three games or four games, if it's still not working, and, and by then we're going to be in big trouble, but if it's still not working, then you can kind of mix it up again if you want to. But I got to leave Alexi Lafreniere. I got to give this kid some continuity from game to game because it seems like, again, he's on a different line, he's got different line mates, and he's at a different position every single game that goes by. And again, when you have a generational talent, as he's been called by everybody, and he's the first overall pick. I don't know that that's the best recipe for success. Uh, you know, just three games into his NHL career, or at this point, six games into his NHL career, to constantly have him moving around, changing line mates, and changing positions. Wanted to take a minute to let you guys know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Bet Online. Are we ready for some football? The Super Bowl is right around the corner, and there is only one place that has you covered, and one place that we trust. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner by going on Twitter and going to at betonline underscore AG to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use promo code LOCKEDON for your sign-up bonus. Once again, that is promo code LOCKEDON in all caps, and you will get your sign-up bonus. Hashtag BetOnline. We're covering everything you need to know about the Rangers, but what about the rest of sports? Now, the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well as with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so I've already said my piece on Alexi Lafreniere and how I'd like to see the Rangers use him going forward, but let's go ahead, since we talked about the defense pairings the other day, an episode or two ago, let's go ahead and go through what I think are the ideal 
forward combinations going forward, at least over the next few games. And I'm going to kind of give you my reasoning behind all this. We mentioned Lafreniere. I'd like to see him again. The big thing for me: leave him on the leave him on the left wing. I don't think you need to have him moving back and forth between the left and the right. Not that he can't handle it. Not that his head would explode if you put him on the right wing. But again, generational talent. Leave him at his natural position. So put him on the left wing on the top line. Give me Mika Zibanejad at center. Pavel Buchnevich at right wing. This way, Lafreniere is now playing with somebody who's basically been on fire in Pavel Buchnevich and uh, someone who's certainly capable of taking off in Mika Zibanejad. And this way, you don't saddle Lafreniere with the responsibility of having to sort of pull two of the guys who are supposedly two of the team's best players in Mika Zibanejad and Chris Kreider have to pull them out of a slump. You're already, you put Lafreniere with somebody who's already feeling it, who's already scoring goals, who's already looking dangerous, who's already playing in all three areas of the rink in Pavel Buchnevich, and then Mika Zibanejad, you know, maybe you can spark him a little bit by getting him out there with Alexi Lafreniere. Let's see if those two can build some chemistry. And again, there might be some people not wanting to break up Kreider and Zibanejad because of everything that they did together last season, but we haven't seen it so far this season. Both of them are in a slump. I think it's fine to break the two of them up. It might even be beneficial to break the two of them up. Maybe they both get going with different line mates, uh, but for the most part, I mean, really all season, Zibanejad and Kreider have been out there on the same line together. So let's break the two of them up and see if they can figure it out with some different line mates. As for the second line, give me Artemi Panarin, Ryan Strom, and Phil DiGiuseppe. Now, I know there are some people who are a little bit down on Ryan Strom, but really, there's nowhere else to turn here, guys. You know, Filipino would be an option had he not gotten injured, but it's something that we talked about, I believe, in yesterday's episode. You have to roll with Ryan Strom in the top six at this point. There's nowhere else to go, unless you want to roll the dice with Brett Howden, but judging what people say about Brett Howden on social media, I'm going to say most people are kind of out on that idea as far as putting Brett Howden on the second line. So I think you keep Ryan Strom there. I mean, do you want to put Kevin Rooney there? Um you know, they're just not as good of options, I don't think, as Ryan Strom and Colin Blackwell. You could say the same thing about him. So I got to have Panarin and Strom together. And as for having Phil DiGiuseppe on the second line, I really thought about putting Capo Caco here. I was kind of torn between the two of them as far as who plays the right wing on the second line. However, just the fact that Phil DiGiuseppe has earned this, he has played very well, he is exceeded expectations despite being a healthy scratch on opening night and he reminds me quite a bit of Jesper Foss so I'd like to see if we can kind of get this line revitalized I mean I wouldn't put Phil DiGiuseppe on Jesper Foss level Foss is a great uh bust your tail kind of player for the Rangers for many many years Phil DiGiuseppe has played about 25 or so career games with the Rangers so I'm not equating the two of them but you can see that there's a similar skill set there and when you look at this line last season Panarin, Strom, and Foss, all three of those guys, you know, they're very different players. All three of them are very different from one another, but all three of them had career seasons, and all three of them exceeded expectations. Obviously, expectations were high with Artemi Panarin signing that big money contract, but he exceeded them. Ryan Strom, career journeyman, exceeds expectations last season. Jesper Foss, I mean, I would say he exceeded expectations as well, especially from a point perspective. So, uh, give me a similar kind of line. I mean, Jesper Foss is obviously gone, but I think the next best thing right now for this line is Phil DiGiuseppe, and he brings a little bit of a physical presence to this line as well, which is an area where Panarin and Strom may be a little bit lacking. Not to say that they won't ever stick their nose in and fight for a puck, but Phil DiGiuseppe adds a physical dimension to this line that it might be lacking if you go with Capo Caco there. And plus, I want to try to spread out the scoring a little bit if possible, which leads me to the third line here. We're going to put Chris Kreider on the left wing, give me Brett Howden at center, and give me Capo Caco on the right wing. My thinking here is that maybe Kreider gets a little bit of a shot in the arm by playing with some of these young kids. I would like this line a heck of a lot more if Philip Heedle hadn't gotten injured and we could put him at center rather than Brett Howden. But unfortunately, facts are facts. Phil Heedle is injured. 
he's going to be out four to six weeks. And knowing the Rangers, that probably means it's going to be more like six to eight weeks because if you look at the Rangers' track history when it comes to uh, predicting how long somebody is going to be out with an injury, it tends to be on the longer end of the spectrum rather than the earlier end of the spectrum. But be that as it may, give me Kreider, give me Howden, give me Kako. Again, I know Ranger fans aren't always that keen on giving Brett Howden a bigger role. They feel like the Rangers should be getting more out of him. But again, I don't know who else you put on this third line here at center if not Brett Howden. Phil Hedo's injury really leaves a void at center, uh, an even bigger one than maybe we thought we had coming into the season. And Brett Howden's going to have to take the ball and run with it here. I mean, he's got an opportunity. We saw in training camp that he got a chance to center the top line when Mika Zibanejad was out when he was recovering from COVID. That's another thing, too. You know, it's at least possible that that's part of the reason why Mika Zibanejad hasn't found his game yet. I mean, I've never had COVID. I can't tell you what it's like. I know that, obviously, it's affected a lot of lives out there. And there might be some people listening who've had their lives affected by it as well. And my heart goes out to you. Uh, that could be. I don't think we can rule that out as far as that being a reason why Mika's off to a slow start this season. But yeah, I mean, back to this line here. Brett Howden, give me him at center here. Uh, if for no other reason than a lack of options. And at some point, you got to tell Brett Howden, hey, man, sink or swim. You're out there with two good players. You got Chris Kreider on your left. You got Capo Caco on your right. Make something happen. Maybe this line can get rolling a little bit. Maybe Kreider benefits from playing with some young players and just getting a little shot of energy there from these young guys. It's at least possible. I think Brett Howden, you know, he hasn't really done anything scoring-wise this season, but we've at least seen him go in on the forecheck, mix it up, get into some loose puck battles. Capo Caco's got a couple of goals. You know, he's looked good at times. Caco and Kreider actually just missed linking up for what would have been a game-tying goal in the third period against the Sabres in this most recent game. Uh, they basically went in on a two-on-one, and again, it's just one of those plays that's kind of indicative of how it's gone so far for the Rangers. Uh, Kreider made a pass to his left, and the goalie, you know, Kreider got the puck kind of out of nowhere, went in fast. The goalie had to really commit to Kreider, move to his left to stop a potential shot from Kreider. So when Kreider passed back to Kako, if he completes this pass, it's pretty much a goal. I mean, Kako's got uh, a big chunk of the net empty that he can shoot it right into, and Kreider just misfired on the pass. He let him a little bit too far, but let's give Kreider and Kako another chance. Again, I just like the idea of Kreider playing with the young guys, seeing if they can all kind of get each other going a little bit. And then the fourth line, I think I want to go with Brian Lemieux and Colin Blackwell and Kevin Rooney because they've all played pretty well when they've been out there. You know, I think uh, Rooney was a healthy scratch once. Blackwell was a healthy scratch for every game this season up until the most recent two. And Brian Lemieux was recently a healthy scratch. But I think uh, that's a good, solid fourth line checking combination there. I don't think these guys are going to light up the score sheet, but every single one of them is going to play physical, and I like the idea of them going out there and just trying to set a tone, uh, throwing their weight around a little bit, and just making life difficult on the opposition. That's kind of what you want out of your fourth line. As for Julian Gauthier, get him to the AHL ASAP, because if he's just going to be a healthy scratch night in and night out, then let's get him some more seasoning in the AHL, and uh, maybe at some point later this season, we see him back on the Rangers. We'll just have to keep tabs on it and see how it goes. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning, like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX, and have to wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse just happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. 
Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Just wanted to take a minute to let you guys know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Built Bar. It is the best tasting protein and energy bar that I have ever had. It's kind of hard to explain. You just have to experience it for yourself. It's got real chocolate, amazing flavors, and unlike a lot of other protein bars, energy bars, you don't need a gallon of water to get rid of that weird, funky aftertaste that sometimes comes with the other bars. It's just good, and it actually kind of tastes quite a bit like a candy bar. It has an amazing combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar. There are no crazy additives, and if you compare it to the most popular men's bar, Cliff, it is half the calories, seven times fewer carbs, seven times fewer sugar grams, and more protein. How can it be that good and taste that good? I don't know. You just got to try it for yourself. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off of your first box at BuiltBar.com. Once again, use promo code Locked On and get $10 off your first box at www.builtbar.com. The NHL regular season is underway, and the best way to keep track of it all is by subscribing to Locked On NHL. Local experts each week bring you the biggest stories, game recaps, and fantasy advice all in one podcast. Subscribe to Locked On NHL wherever you get your podcasts. One other idea I'd like to just kind of float out there as far as the line combinations are concerned, because we've all got solutions, right? You know, as fans of this team, we want to see this guy play with that guy, and this guy needs to be in a top six role, and this guy needs to move down, and on and on. But the one thing that I might be able to be talked into if this scoring drought and the fact that these superstar players aren't able to score for the Rangers, if all of this continues, you guys might be able to talk me into stacking the top line. And it's something that I've resisted in the past because, I mean, first of all, when you look at the season that Artemi Panarin and Mika Zibanejad each had last year, and you also consider the fact that they did it mostly while not playing together and rather elevating the game of other guys around them, then... To me, it's like, well, there's no real reason to put them on the same line. How much better would they have done last year if they had been on the same line rather than being apart? But I got to tell you, the more this continues, the more you guys might be able to talk me into, those of you who want a stacked top line, the more you guys might be able to talk me into it because the Rangers are not scoring goals right now, and you got to figure out a way to get some of these guys going a little bit. So, you know, if it continues, if the Rangers lose again tonight, if they can't score any goals, if they lose again against the Penguins on Saturday, if they can't score any goals, and you want to then go into the next game with a top line of Mika Zibanejad and Artemi Panarin out there together on the same line, then I'm cool with that. And as far as who the right winger would be, I mean, if you really want to stack that top line right now, I would think it would be Pavel Buchnevich given the start that he's off to. We saw the three of them play together at the beginning of last season a little bit and actually combined for one of the, the prettiest goals of the season, uh, an early season matchup against the Ottawa Senators. It was just beautiful. But yeah, I mean, right now I'm still a little bit against it. I like the idea, again, of Panarin and Zibanejad hopefully being able to elevate the play of guys around them. But if the Rangers continue to struggle to put the puck into the net, 
I could be talked into this, but I will say this. If the Rangers win tonight, and I honestly don't even care how they do it at this point, this team needs a win. I don't care how it happens. They can win this game 7 to nothing. They can squeak out an occasionally ugly 3-2 to victory. Maybe it's one of those games where the goalie can steal a win for you. We know Igor Shesterkin's going to be out there. Hopefully he turns in his season-best performance here tonight. But if they win tonight in any fashion then I need to see the Rangers roll with the exact same line combinations and defense pairings for the following game, which, again, is Saturday night at home against the Pittsburgh Penguins. I don't know if the Rangers are going to go with the line combinations that I suggested, but we'll just have to wait and find out. And whatever they do, if they win tonight, it's got to be the exact same lineup for the following game. Stick with something that works. Once the Rangers finally break out of this and end this losing streak, everybody's going to be feeling good again, and you got to go into the next game the same way that you went into this one. And something else that I'm just now seeing here as I'm recording this podcast, might as well mention it right here, right now. Jack Johnson is going to be out of the lineup tonight. He is listed as day-to-day with a groin strain, so you got to figure Brand Smith probably going to get uh, the starting nod over Jack Johnson, or, or be in the lineup, rather. I'm not sure if the Rangers would have gone with Johnson or Smith had Johnson not gotten this injury, but... It's kind of a moot point now. Uh, it certainly sounds like, well, we know Jack Johnson's going to be at the lineup, and that would probably indicate Brandon Smith will be in the lineup, unless they want to go with somebody like Liber Hayek, but we'll have to just wait and see there. I would imagine they'll probably turn back to Brandon Smith uh, for this game here tonight. And because the Rangers are obviously off to a difficult start this season, to say the very least, I thought we could conclude today's episode with something positive and do our latest edition of Prospect Watch. It's been a while since we've done this, obviously in the lead-up to the start of the NHL season and in these first few games here. All focus is going to be on the players who are currently on the New York Rangers as opposed to guys who might be on the Rangers somewhere down the road. But be that as it may, I still think it's a good time to check in with some of these prospects. There's a couple of Ranger prospects who are lighting it up overseas right now. We can start with Vitaly Kraft. Off. He's, of course, playing with Tractor of the KHL. 43 games into the season, he's got 15 goals, 7 assists for a total of 22 points in those 43 games. He is a plus 6 at the moment. Those numbers don't necessarily jump off the page, but... You know, Kraftsoff really got off to a tough start with the Rangers after they drafted him a couple of seasons ago, and it's nice to see him starting to turn it around and starting to get things moving in the right direction. There's certainly still time for him to get his career off the ground and become a productive NHL player. And in fact, in the most recent game, he scored the game-tying goal with a minute and 54 seconds remaining to tie the game for Tractor. He's also got two goals and two assists in his last five games. Uh, the Rangers do sound committed to having Kraftsoff finish his KHL season. We will see how they handle him after that. Not totally out of the question that he makes his Ranger debut at some point this season, but again, we're going to have to wait and see. If I had to guess, if I had to take a a stab at it one way or the other, I would say he probably, ah, it's tough. I I was going to say he probably does not make his debut this season, but if the Rangers continue on this trajectory that they're on, and again, it's only six games into the season. I realize that represents a greater chunk of the regular season in a 56-game campaign than it would in an 82-game campaign. I still do think there's time for the Rangers to turn this season around, but if they do not turn this season around and we get to a situation where we're midway through the NHL season and the Rangers are in last place in the Eastern Division, I think at a certain point you probably toss Vitaly Kravtsov out there and let him get some run, at least late in the season, especially if the Rangers are in a position where uh, you know they're not competing for a playoff spot. But I am by no means giving up on the Rangers turning everything around and uh, you know eventually indeed getting into the playoff race. There's a long way to go, and a lot of these top guns on the Rangers at a certain point, they're going to have to start playing better than they are just by default because, you know, they're just not getting big time 
contributions from the guys that are supposed to be their best players. But we'll see. It's very much touch and go with Krasov right now. Although, like I said, I do think the Rangers are pretty committed to seeing him finish the season in the KHL. But we can move on to another former Ranger first-rounder in Nils Lundqvist. He is playing with Lulea of the SHL. Lundqvist picked up an assist in his most recent game. He now has 43 career SHL assists and 68 career SHL points. Those are each the third most by a defenseman while in his U21 season or younger in league history. So that's very cool as well. We'll continue to keep track on Nils Lundqvist as we will all the Ranger prospects. You've also got Lori Pajuniemi. Pajuniemi was selected in the fifth round by the Rangers back in 2018. He went number 132 overall, and he's playing with TPS of Liga. In his most recent game, he scored a goal and attempted seven shots. He's got a point streak of 12 games. He has six goals and six assists in those 12 games, so exactly one point for Pajuniemi in 12 consecutive games, but he's also up to 33 goals. This is the eye-popping stat. 33 goals in 68 games since the start of the 2019-2020 season, which is tied for the most in Liga during that time. So that's great to hear about as well. Rangers have obviously been very hit and miss in the draft over the years. The book's still out on these guys. But man, when you can find somebody as late as the fifth round and, uh, you know, potentially have them become a key contributor to your team, uh, that's doing a heck of a job. And obviously, we're a long way from knowing for sure or not what kind of a future Pajuniemi has with the New York Rangers. But it's obviously very encouraging to see that somebody who they took as late as they did in the fifth round is leading his league in goals. So... Again, very cool to see. Nice to see all three of these prospects uh, really kind of spreading their wings overseas. And we'll just have to wait to find out if Kravtsov makes his debut with the Rangers at some point this season. But that's going to do it for today, guys. Definitely enjoy the game tonight. Rangers really, really need a win. I mean, I would have said the same thing about either of the last two games as well, but that's even more true now. They got to get a win tonight. You cannot open the season with just one win in your first seven games. I mean, that just sounds, even just saying that out loud just sounds brutal. But if anyone would like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next time.